what's up everybody it's wednesday it's hump day um you know what what else is there to say you know it's we're the just failed to doom <laughs> po- podcast yet again we've been we you know people have been failing to doom us you know undoomables you know und- <laughs> we're undoomed yep and guess who's back back again back sorry again. i got i got really bad allergies so hopefully i won't be sniffling too much through this well i'm back that was what the song was for but sam is too busy talking about his <laughs> nostrils <laughs> yeah <sighs> sorry i was thinking we're back so no <laughs> i thought we were included in that i totally forgot you it's, never went it's anywhere co- it's been a couple of days i'm sorry i haven't been or a few days actually i i i wasn't in the last podcast and i was only in half of the one before i told people well, I'm telling them know. from my chops. From your from your perspective, yeah. Yeah, from my perspective, I'm too pregnant to be um, consistent. That's what's happening. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah, but good old poor poor Stella. She is really having a rough time. I am, but it's all right. It's all worth it. But I'm definitely here. worth it. I'm here today, so that's all good. <laughs> It is good. I missed you. Oh, I, I miss, yeah, I missed doing this. It is really good. Well, I'm not like tickling your taint here. It's really fun talking hey, to you. I don't have a taint. Let's not. Let's not go or there. Gooch. Oh, what? What is it? I ain't. I ain't. We're not going to go into graphic detail. People know what I'm talking about. Gooch and a taint. That's on a man. Please. Is it? Yes. Girls have it. It's no, just like don't. very tiny. Dude, you need to learn some biology if you think that a woman has a gooch or a taint. Or you know what I mean. It's a little piece in between. It's it's called a taint because it Samuel, ain't the... Samuel. And it Samuel. ain't the... It's the in-between. Samuel. What? I thought everybody knew this. I thought it was for, for girls and guys. No. Oh, okay. Well, you know... I didn't, I didn't do well in biology. <laughs> no. I'm just going to have to show you. And I can tell you don't believe Well, me. what is it called? It's got to be called something. <clears throat> is it just ain't? They like leave off the T because it's shorter? <laughs> <laughs> That'll do. Does. Well, actually, I'm going to Google if a woman has a gooch or a taint. To be honest, <laughs> yeah. in this day and age, they'll say, yeah, she's also got a penis. Yeah, yeah you're going to get some, some mixed uh, articles here. <laughs> I don't know how to spell Gucci. Well, it's G-U-C... It says, does a woman have a groin area is the first thing that comes up. <laughs> no, just a massive... What does groin even mean? Oh, Samuel, please stop. Are you joking? No, I'm really not. Oh. Is it like it's growing? Samuel. <laughs> hey, I never said I was like the tarp... Oh, tarpest, Sam. Tarp, Sam. Sharpest Sam. tool in the Sam. What, what? Sam, I am so wrong. But this could be because it's a transgender Google. No, I always heard that it was for both. <clears throat> it says the taint, grundle, or gooch is generally defined as the surface region in both male and females between the public symphysis and the. I can't say the that. Not word. so public back house. <laughs> uh, in the females, back alley. 
It's well, I've never heard that referred I'm to. I'm pretty sure for guys, it's actually it's a, called it's called a fem gooch, a for, fem go- or a yeah. lady gooch. I always heard that guys, it was the taint, and for girls, it was a gooch. I don't like the fact that we've opened up the podcast talking. I actually do. I think it's really interesting. I mean, (laughs) well, no, there's a lot of things that's shrinking taints. I mean, for women, you girls don't need to shrink anymore because that's going to be, I mean, that could be a lot to do with the birth rates plummeting because if they're, if, if women's gooches are, are shrinking, (laughs) I can understand why, you know, we're, we're, uh. We're needing to repopulate. I do, I, <laughs> Her face, she's just like, I'm grimacing. why are you talking I, about this? Uh, yeah. You can't control me, I'm sorry. <clears throat> I don't want to control you. But I no, it's, no a lot of the, it's a lot of the plastics. Apparently, it is shrinking men's taints. Is it? Yes. What, in the, what, in like craft cheese? So, is it phallusates or phallusates? Some, I'm probably butchering that, but it sounds very similar to that. I can't remember. But it is phallates. That's what it is, phallates. Really? Yeah, in plastics. In in foods, right? Well, it's in foods and just well, yeah, any food product. So drinking um, out of plastic bottles, whether it be water or juices or whatever, then you have your all your packaged foods, mm, microwave food, microwave foods, all of that stuff. I mean, even like fruit cups, like you name it, most most food I love beverages it. even and fruit f- cups like they'd be an exception <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> shut up <laughs> do you know what even yogurts <laughs> <laughs> would you believe even <laughs> fruit cups even yeah. fruit cups yeah. bastards I know is that because you were thinking fruit cup that's kind of a healthy dish yeah I was in a plastic th- yeah. bowl but you know they put high fructose corn syrup like that syrupy shit have you ever had like fruit cups in America um, not- I don't think we've ever gotten them because they're really <laughs> fucking disgusting well if you'd let me answer the question on yeah. the aeroplane <laughs> over here I've had many a fruit cup <laughs> have you yeah and it has that like syrupy I've also goop. had them I, I had them when I had um, Amelia when I gave birth, because they give you they, they give you like oh, a nice and dinner and then a little yes. bit of a little bit of um, uh, that's that sorry go ahead a little bit of pudding. They, I mean, not the pudding in England. Pudding is um, just a very British way of very, saying dessert. Yeah, very very confusing, folks. Just they the, everything is pudding to them that has a little bit of sugar in it. Well, no, it's a, your sweet or your dessert is pudding. But over pudding. here, if you don't eat your meat, you don't get any that was very good i like that we Um, don't need no meats and sausages what (laughs) we all need meats because the kids don't want to eat their meats oh man well what about when it's 3d printed (laughs) yeah yeah we definitely don't need that 3D printed meat. You're going to try it. You know how much plastic that's going to have? It's basically plastic. That's all it is. They say it's, they say it's like bio, <clears throat> bio matter, but I don't believe them. I like the jazz hands you did then. <laughs> hey, mommy. Hey, mommy. Hey, mommy. Bio matter. Mm, are you going to try it? No. I would never want to. I can't even eat a lot of the chicken from the store because it's so rubbery and disgusting let alone something that i know is not even like biologically like organic not even a meatsicle not a meat pop no oh don't make me puke (laughs) no 
I think I I I think I'd rather eat the bugs before I ate the the 3D printed meat. You know? Actually, weirdly, it's, uh, I, I'd probably be more tempted by plastic than bugs. Really? Yeah. Well, have they you been say, to Thailand? Um, no, I haven't. Mm. Um, I heard they have incredible food. They I've have had some in, Thai they food. They have incredible food, but the street food, some of it's nice, some of it's not so nice, but they have a lot of um, stir-fried bugs. Yeah, what is with Asian cultures? Sorry, I love Asian people, but your food food is good. amazing well some asian countries but let's i mean laos laos isn't really pulling in for the win with their yeah, <laughs> cuisines oh. but no i'm saying i'm saying that like asian food i love asian food like especially chinese food japanese food it gets a little weird with the octopus and all that stuff but oh i love i love but, japanese food oh my god chinese food is amazing but when you actually go there i've never been to china but i've seen a lot of like you know food channel cooking shows and, you know nat uh, you're an expert no i'm not an expert but you know we've watched kyle pilkington uh kyle pilkington he's not a chef he's a comedian no but he did that whole he toured i'm losing track okay my point is <laughs> i've seen enough that like it seems like a lot of asian cultures they love this weird ass fucking shit like eating a Chicken embryo foot. yes uh, no i the chicken embryo out of the egg it's like what the fuck why are you doing hold up that? the chicken embryo out of the egg isn't that the yolk no no it's like fully developed have you not <laughs> yeah we watched it i don't remember i think I've yeah it was it on the the kyle pilkington one the guy that, some lady the, eating it what was that show called um Carl Pilkington, he did some round the world stuff. Well, there was stuff. a really famous Anthony Bourdain. I forget what it was mm. called, but he did a lot of. I can't remember. Like traveling and cooking shows and stuff. I don't know. There's a lot of them out there. I guess is it, is, is it a delicacy over there? Or yes, is it, just, it is. Okay. Yeah. Especially the the chi- the half chick in the in oh, the that's egg. So that's rank. so fucked up. I'm sorry, that's really ate up. Oh, God. Well, I mean, I suppose... Because it's like at the eyeballs and everything. The beak is like... I mean, come on. Come on. Yeah, you say that, but then I I think caviar's really weird. I didn't like it. It's very... It's like you're eating like these weird... like tiny little rocks. It's hard to chew. Oh, really? It's really hard to I've chew. I've never been able to bring myself to try it. Yeah, I mean, I didn't even really know what it was. We were in Jamaica, and um, I actually really liked a lot of their food, especially like the tilapia. Um, Tushlopia, what's that? <laughs> tilapia, it's mm. a fish. Oh, isn't that just like the crappiest fish that there is? Kind of. It's like uh, hot dogs in the fish world. Yeah. Not really. Lo- <laughs> it's, it's not like a it's, whole bunch it, of fish parts. It is an actual fish. But, but it's supposed to be even more like... It's almost like the brisket. Bland it's It's the brisket cod. of beef, for sure. Yeah. Right, right, okay. Or it's the brisket of fish. But I thought we were talking about exotic foods here, and you've just gone straight for, oh, I like goldfish. Well, no, no, it was a sidetrack, because <laughs> I was talking about I had caviar when I was in Jamaica. Uh-huh. Yeah, okay. it was black. I had black caviar, and I had... Um, I think it was orange or red caviar. I don't know. I think the orange and red caviar is from salmon. They tried to make me try, uh, try it in Girl Guides, and I tricked, I tricked the the 
girl guide leader that I'd had it and they were going who didn't have it and I was like I did I did but I couldn't bring myself to have it I haven't tried um, a lot of like I can't try octopus and it's alright it's a bit chewy yeah it looks like <laughs> it's it's nice deep fried no deep fried with like some calamara sauce or something well calam- calamari is or, what it's or, called well Yes, that's what they call it, but it's basically the same uh, mar- It's like marinara sauce. Mm. Yeah. Have you tried oysters? Yeah, I have. Did you feel particularly? I felt like I was swallowing a loogie. Ooh. That's what I felt. Snotball, a snotball. I have, I have tried. I tried one, but I couldn't bring myself just to swallow it. I tried to chew it. That was a big mistake. It was because I worked in a restaurant and they made you do like a, um, uh, you had to taste the menu and, and I was forced and I, it was I, vile. I, I really think a lot of these delicacies, because they're, it's, it's kind of like, it's engineered. Whoever came up with it literally had no options. Everybody was killing it with the the you know, the tilapia and the cod and the salmon or, or steak and chicken. And they're like, you know what? All I'm catching is fucking oysters and crabs. <laughs> so you think it was a big <laughs> or fat Or not trick. crabs, but oy- oysters and uh, clams. <laughs> and yeah, it was some guy, you know, found some rich dude to kind of like go around and, you know, promote for him. Do you reckon? You know, a nice advertising and marketing campaign of, you know, just a bunch of rich people having oysters. And then it, you know. Oysters? It hit the market and it, you know, started climbing. I, I would have thought that they were so expensive because they're quite hard to fish. That's just, I'm just assuming, but have I been tricked, Sam? Yeah, definitely. Oh. I mean, you might as well just be eating barnacles. You just pop them off a boat. Like, they're not hard to kiss. They don't swim away. They're not hard to kiss. This isn't SpongeBob. They don't, like, fly away like they're birds, you know? Well, cockles and eels are... are traditional old school English thing that you have with your pie and your mash and your fish and chips or whatever and you have what is that cockles and eels oh eel that's what it is eel eel yeah jellied eels and it's apparently jellied eels yeah it's a very oh. traditional English sort of working class that just food. makes me think of them like being in some kind of like bucket and they're it's almost like old school like wine press style and they're just smashing it <laughs> to like some jelly until it like out, out oh, the no, the, no the eel <laughs> no the eel is coated in a jelly we well you'd call it hmm. um what you, you're, petroleum you're, <laughs> no no because petroleum is made out of petrol um you uh have your jelly are you throwing up? No. no. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. Sounded like it. Sorry. <laughs> I know, Heidi. <laughs> Heidi, is, like Heidi is our dog, just as a reminder, not our child. <laughs> yeah. And um, yeah, every time she eats, she does not some Not every weird, time, but a lot, yeah. Nearly every time she does so some what, So this burp. eel, you were saying that the jelly... Okay, so you have what you call, like, so what's your wibble wobble jelly that's not, because you call it jam? Oh, jello. Oh, jello. Well, they're, 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 <laughs> Stop, you're so, oh my God. They're jello eels. So what they are is an eel coated with a, a jello. I just saw it inside of jello, like, <laughs> like with <laughs> his dead much. eye. <laughs> like oh, that would make a good picture. Oh, whoa. 
<laughs> no, the best exotic thing I'd ever had before was grilled alligator. Oh my god! So unbelievable. If it- anyone has not had alligator out there, if you know where to get it, please try barbecuing alligator. Horrible. Just try it. It's it is probably one of, one of the best like exotic things I've I've had or like abnormal meats that I've had. Can't help but think it's going to taste like cowboy boots. Oh god, no. It's so good. It really is. Really is it good. better knowing that it's an absolute asshole of an animal? Maybe, I don't know. <laughs> I told you that squirrel's really good and you you barely you almost had a heart attack. <laughs> Well, there's hardly any meat on it, so one, there's no point. And <laughs> yeah. two, they're so cute. They're so cute. Yeah. If someone said, oh, would you eat a gerbil burger? It's like, what's the point? Uh, well, actually, guinea pigs is a delicacy, well, I think, guinea in Thailand. guinea pigs are about four times the size of a gerbil. Yeah, but squirrels are fairly large. They, they can oh, get pretty In America, big. I suppose, yeah. Yeah. They're not like little chipmunks like you have. Like little <laughs> freaking singing, you know, uh, jingle all the way or whatever. Oh, I just, I don't know. They're so cute. They are really cute. Hey, listen, I was an adolescent. Uh, I don't even think I was a teenager. I don't know. I was hung. I was. I was, <laughs> I was hungry. Hun- what did no, you just grab I, him off a tree? No, I was hunting with my uncle Hans. Ah, uh, Hans. Yeah. Firing them arrows. Oh up my in the sky. god, that was so funny. Like I was so like it's so weird. As a kid, you don't really think about those things. You just see it as like it's so normal. You know, your parents they hunt or whatever. Well, my mom hates it, but my my dad um, and my uncle. And I was just remembering. Like being so like, <laughs> I remember making a joke to my my uncle because the squirrel that I was trying to kill it was in this hole of the tree. It kept running down into it, and I missed like one or two times. And I saw its head peeking out. <laughs> I remember it going, "Oh, I see a wabbit." Oh my God. <laughs> like I was fucking Elmer Fudd. When was this last like, year? <laughs> <laughs> and my my uncle I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure this happened because I remember it sticking his head out and me trying to shoot it. I still missed and I got so close to it trying and my uncle was just like, Whoa kid, what are you trying to do? We're trying to eat tonight, not like trying to find all the pieces. Oh my god. But yeah, I do remember biting into a pellet from the shotgun because um, they have a whole bunch of beads so, in the... So he actually made you go out and get your dinner, which was squirrels. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, did you it just have really one good. squirrel each? I mean, how many did you have to, to be? I mean, how did you get I think four? He, I think he killed one. 4,000 squirrels. One. Just one each? No, you can't just go around just killing as many as you want. Like, well, there's I don't know. This is America. <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, maybe if you're in the absolute middle of nowhere. Well, my uncle is, but he's still like in a county. I'm mm-hmm. saying like in the wilderness where there is no counties or something. I don't know. I don't know, but there is definitely regulations on hunting. Hmm. You have to have licenses, and there's regulations of like how many you can kill. And, and what did that. you have with this squirrel? Uh, I think it was just mashed potatoes, corn, and peas. He was actually the one that taught me you you, you dip your, your fork in the mashed potatoes, and then you dip that on the peas and the corn, and it sticks to it. 
He's sophisticated. Very. <laughs> <laughs> he's got a lot of class. Yeah, he's got it going on. He's, he's putting... <laughs> putting things together you know he's charming them ladies going out to some flanky <laughs> restaurants he's like hey iris <laughs> I get got your a, fork i got, I got a, a trick, trick for you, you. <laughs> <laughs> he don't he watch don't pour gravy do. all over his dinner he has watch, it in a separate bowl watch, watch what i can do <laughs> yeah. he drinks it out of a cup <laughs> oh, oh dear wow. bless Hans. i know i love that guy i need to call him again what now not no not now <laughs> okay well that was a quite a long introduction on food <laughs> that wasn't what our topic was today <laughs> no it was actually quite serious but it's fun we're all over the place yeah that's good that's just yeah that's fine well um what was quite serious what well, our, our spirituality yeah, yeah t- we were t- talking about we've been talking about religion and i find it interesting that's going more towards spirituality and not so much religion but i mean we're in a different um house in the zodiac so it kind of makes sense i guess what well, that it's that it's becoming more spiritual well that it's just shifting it's, it's changing yeah, you know, uh, the 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 kind of energy of the universe is is shifting. They say if you believe in that stuff, it's supposed to be a time of authenticity. Hmm. Well, I mean, for a lot of us, authenticity has just been a way of life. For others, <laughs> <laughs> for others, yeah, maybe they're being forced to be more authentic. I don't know. Yeah, I guess so. I think people, I think it's more that the majority aren't supposed to be um, tolerating it. So the the desire to see Hollywood people and whatnot is, is going down and down and down May- and down. Yeah, maybe that's a better way of putting it. Like there's more of a demand for it. Yeah. I think so, definitely. Especially with podcasts. Um, I wonder if like, it's kind of like what which one came first, the chicken or the egg? Like, was it that we were already transitioning into a new house in the Zodiac? So, so our consciousness was shifting enough? I don't know. I ha- hold on, hold on. Yeah, sorry, we're back. I don't know. Uh, I was saying that I don't know which came... F- it's kind of like a chicken and an egg type thing, which one came first. I don't know if it's like a, a switch in, in consciousness because we're changing houses in the Zodiac. So I don't know if it's we're changing our consciousness, so therefore we came up with podcasting, which is more long format um intimate conversation as opposed to you know (laughs) uh talk shows that's literally like what five i think they have like maybe seven minutes or something like that because they usually have like several guests and it's like seven minutes of talking about what bullshit basically yeah it's interesting isn't it i don't know um because podcasts i mean they've been how i mean years now i mean they started getting really trendy i think just as i was coming over here maybe a year or two before so i'd say for like the last seven or eight years don't you think yeah seven or eight years i think rogan was really the pioneer of it for sure He, he i think rogan probably 
shot it into the mainstream. I mean, what's the difference as well? You think you have radio and you have radio guests and it was very similar. You'd have a guest on for like an hour and play some music, stuff like that. No, but- no, no, no. You would have them on for like whatever segment so mm-hmm. like you know radio they have scheduling so you have someone coming in for the morning then you have someone for like the it's just like any other job you have the morning shift the the day shift and then the what they call it the night shift or the the graveyard shift uh first second and third shifts so the guests would usually stay for the whole kind of time, but they wouldn't talk about much because you have all the music playing. They're still playing music. Mm. So it'd be like cut through, yeah, you know, that that time span. But I, I actually don't think that they were there for the whole duration. But regardless, they're not there for very long and they're not talking for very long and they're being constantly interrupted by ads, yeah, music. Yeah, that's true. I was just trying to think what was before podcasts and that was similar, and I suppose it's I, kind of I, I radio, would say debates. Yeah, I, w- I would say debates like old school academic debates, but scholarly where would you tune debates. Into that? You would have to physically go to them usually. All right, um, so I'm trying to find what sim what was similar. What was it that was more the most popular thing before podcasts? That's what I'm trying God, to work out. Yeah, I mean, well, not so much in our era but uh the talk shows okay. talk shows would would be yes you're right god <laughs> so <laughs> so yeah like the you know the conans and the jimmy kimmels and i mean those are the newer form of it mm. yeah johnny carson johnny carson was like the the most kind of famous that that's who real i mean that was the era of like making celebrity making your career like if you could go on johnny carson and he had you sit down whether you're a comedian or well more so for comedians you know they would come out they would do their bit um you know that's how a lot of those guys got found was Johnny Carson, and if they uh, if Johnny asked them to come and sit down, like th- their career was pretty much made. So Interesting. It's we- kind of the same thing with podcasts. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, no. I was gonna say, but with podcasts, you have on. Um, I guess this is where it's the dying age of celebrity because. Um, it's not so much about that anymore you know you've got you've got comedians which i know they're a former celebrity or whatever but you've even got like doctors or athletes or you know sports but i know you had that with talk show but i guess it would be much more um yeah like a proper celebrity and i think now people are more interested in in just whoever can sort of make them giggle or if they're talking about a topic that's relevant interesting that is relatable all of those Mm. things um but I I can foresee the future of it's just sorry it's just human nature to want to try to manipulate for your survival mm-hmm. and I think this whole Hollywood crew I think because a lot of them not all of them but a lot of them don't have morals they're very okay with manipulating being fake being two-faced all of these things so i foresee in the future podcasting going on as a a guest or whatever i can see it becoming an art form because i i would hear 
comedians and other, other people talk about how going on talk shows mm -hmm. was an art form. You would get really good at being able to sit down and just talk about yourself, make it really funny, you know, interject with bits that you're working on that you think are funny or the crowd thinks is funny. And it, yeah, it's, it's like a game. You're, you're figuring out how to be super, uh, promotable, relatable and likable in such a short amount of time. I really foresee celebrity type people trying to do that same thing, but on podcasting. But the good news is it's very hard to not be a genuine person and talk for hours yeah, about something and you true. not being found out about being, <laughs> yeah. you know, a douchebag or fake or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Especially if you're going on several podcasts. Yeah. Because if people really f like you and they're following you and they're going to listen to you on, you know, Rogan or uh, this person or that person or um, you know, Theo Vaughn or whatever, they're going to see, oh, he's changing completely from each one. Uh, and, you know, I don't know how genuine he is or he changed that story or you know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like people are going to get quite found out. Um, yeah. And I think people are sick and tired of people not expressing their actual true opinions because when I was growing up no one was to talk about politics no one was to, to talk about religion you just don't it was a big it was taboo an absolute no-no and now because of social media everyone talks about their feelings everyone talks about their thoughts and their political sways and all this kind of stuff and and so because that's become acceptable you can tell when someone's trying to tiptoe around stuff and I think people are just like hang on a minute I think there's a lot of that as well yeah, definitely. I mean, yeah, I, I just, I, I think it's definitely going to be a more kind of genuine time going forward. Well, wasn't there a point where we thought that podcasts were sort of dying out? I'm sure we were like, oh, there's just so many of them. No one's like bothering anymore. No, 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 no. I wrong? Well, I think, I think we're so inundated with new podcasts all the time that I think there's going to be people that just kind of well hold on let me, let me gather my thoughts here because it's so new and is it it really is exploding um i don't think it's going anywhere i think it's just going to change and it's going to evolve just like anything else mm. um but one thing <laughs> on the conspiracy conspiratorial side is i wonder if i'm not saying that podcasting was invented by you know the cia or china or anything i'm, I'm not oh, saying here we that go. <laughs> but what i am <laughs> saying is the amount of like be, we're talking about authenticity yeah. and and being real and genuine and all that stuff yeah yeah how many podcasts are out there of people being really real honest sharing you know uh not secrets but may maybe secrets or very intimate things about their personal life oh my god if you are a secret agency oh. or if you are a country that is an enemy of the united states the data collecting information like how valuable that would be getting into the public's mind fucking podcast that's what i would do what, i would what? Really? i would 100 percent yes 
tap into podcasts. I would collect. I would find some algorithm to to mine data I mean, from I'm, podcasts. I know there's a lot of podcasts out there, but not in comparison to TikTok or Instagram accounts. And I think that's a much better and quicker way to get information. One hundred percent. Of course, I would be doing that, but I would also be tapping into podcasts oh, okay. because I think they're just getting bigger and bigger. All right. And people well, are so. They're revealing so much over such a long period of time. Whereas, whereas TikTok is like, what is it, thirty seconds, a minute? Oh uh, yes, but in, in that, a lot of, but a lot of it is not their personal lives. <laughs> They're just sharing shit. In that's their bedroom, pictures on their wall. Like, um, I don't. I personally think there's a lot of data that you can yeah, get I from guess, a thirty-second video. I, th- I think through podcasts, you can get into someone's head much easier. If you're being genuine, yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, I see. Well, your point. if you don't, if you don't see it, I, I mean, I, I really think it would be uh, definitely. Should we on be doing radar. this then? Well, here's the thing: is we have phones. They're listening to those. <laughs> I mean, it's. I think I stop at them putting a chip. In my hand. In your hand? Yeah, my palm. Oh, we see or actually whatever under to, the skin. To, yeah. To, I, I was like, every I, time you pick up your phone, yeah, you got I a chip I stop in your hand. at like um, a digital ID. That's where I stop. But like, yeah, podcasting, uh, even having a social media account, mm. um, having, a, having a smartphone in general. Isn't it creepy? It's isn't, super creepy. Isn't yeah. it creepy? Oh, yeah. When I was talking to one of my friends on, we were voice noting backwards and forwards on Instagram. And I said, oh, I hate talking on here because everything's just going into an AI data bank. But at the end of the day, just having our phones next to us, it's, it's all getting recorded anyway. Yeah. There's like everything anywhere. Yeah. And it, it doesn't matter. It's I mad. mean, well, we were talking about um, on, I think it was episode seven, um, how everything, they're trying to get everything like wireless. Mm. So everything being on Wi-Fi. So your fucking fridge, your your barbecue grill, your <laughs> just anything and everything they can put on Wi-Fi. It's, they want it all smart. Everything fucking smart. And... Babies' beds, babies. Yeah. Even Amelia, I was looking for a bed for Amelia, and they do Bluetooth freaking beds for a toddler so that you can play nursery rhymes or whatever. I'm thinking, yeah, but what else? Exactly. It's always about fucking convenience. And it's right next to their head as well, so it makes me worry about radiation and stuff like that. Exactly, because we we know. No, no. It's it. it, Foil hat. Twitchy. Listen, there is studies out there that Bluetooth does cause like radiation and cell phones yep. um, because they're using Wi-Fi. Yep. Just Wi-Fi in general, there there is a lot of studies that it, it's not good for I you. I wonder where it's going to go then. I mean, what, what what's the future? Because we're just all in Faraday cages. Going back to the, <laughs> they just want us all to be cubes. We'll just be a giant cube, <laughs> Far- Faraday cage cube. No, for real though. Because if we've got this far with Wi-Fi, I mean, in fact, just you saying that, I saw today there was um, a post came up and there was quite a few. They had celebrities that they were talking about. I know Cheryl Crow was one of them. And she, oh, good old Cheryl Crow. Well, she'd had breast oh. cancer from drinking uh, plastic 
the yeah, I heard about it. Was that but apparently, yeah. yes, but apparently she had um, a tumor taken from her face. They had photographs of quite a few celebrities that had, had tumors Jesus. where your where your um, phone near your ear, and they were saying it was from um, mobile radiation. Well, yeah, so because you know do? they're on their phone like twenty four seven talking to their agents, agents talking, yeah. To, yeah. Talking so, to God knows who. So what, do you think they'll just get rid of Wi-Fi? Are we going back to old farmer days? No, I don't think so. No? Um, well, I mean, radio. Radio is probably... Well, I don't know if it is, because supposedly the whole Spanish flu started because of radio waves. What? Yeah, supposedly. For that, real? That, yeah. There, there's... I have never heard that. Yeah, I don't know if it... I don't know if it's one of those, like, causation doesn't necessarily... Or... Uh, what is it? Um, or, God dang it. This always happens. Um, correlation? Yeah. Correlation doesn't necessarily <laughs> always mean causation. Yes. So, they were saying that, like, the Spanish flu came out relatively around the same time that they started messing with, like, radio waves. I'm pretty sure that that's what it was when they were putting up radio, radio towers and stuff. But radio waves are harmless, right? So... I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Is like mm. I don't know if it's like a causation thing or if it's just a correlation. Like it's just uh, you know coincidence. I know microwaves are definitely not all right, and that's pretty damn obvious. Well, it's pretty proven though too. Yeah. It's just like cigarettes, but yet we still use microwaves. It's really crazy. Bless my mum. I remember when we first got a microwave because it was all new technology. and She put her head in it? No. She did not put her head in it, she, but she used to run out the room, so she would put it on and then run <laughs> out the knew. room. Yeah, she knew. She knew. She knew. And she'd run out the room. and Wish I could have done that when I was smoking cigarettes. <laughs> Just slide it but up then and I, run out the room. I, always, I couldn't get my head around the logic because then if you were to take out your cup of tea that you just made hot your porridge or whatever then she'd stir it and drink it uh, and i, I think, know well, it's going into the <laughs> yeah but I, th <laughs> I think in her mind it was the waves were were emanating from the machine and were maybe causing a but problem. that's why it's in a box so it doesn't do that right it just it, it all goes into your food yeah <laughs> i don't know i i think it was quite cute i don't though. necessarily <laughs> yeah it is cute i don't necessarily think that like these people did that on purpose um, like creating it to like make people. I think if Ill you know something's going to make your food boiling hot in about ten seconds, yeah, or something I don't know. Wrong. I don't know because one part of me is like so skeptical, and I just question everything, and I'm so paranoid of like anybody that has any significant power. Um, and then the other part of me just wants to give everybody the benefit of the doubt. So it's very conflicting. It, it's just like uh, That's so it's just like Monsanto with like all of their um, GMOs. You know, my dad has a friend that worked for Monsanto. Yeah, and <laughs> putting out more conspiracies about us. <laughs> I'm 33. Your your grandfather was a Freemason. My dad's friend worked for Monsanto. Oh god. My dad had a. Uh, his dad was uh, in the military. I have a lot of people in the military in our family, but. Um, no, he, he worked for Monsanto, and he even worked on, like, GMOs and stuff. And, you know, he's such a, like, nice guy. Mm. And there's, there's things that, like, are out there that 
it doesn't seem like a good idea. You have innocent people or, or even just people that you trust that are saying that it's fine or this, that, and the other. And, and then you also see all these like lawsuits and weird things happening from these companies. And it's like, I just feel so torn. You know what I mean? Like, because everything is so fucking meddled with. Yeah. Like, peer-reviewed studies and shit like that. It's all controlled. So, it's like, how can you differentiate what is the truth and what's not? Because everything in the quote-unquote, you know, professional academia type world Mm. it's all controlled by fucking government funding uh philanthropy you know pharmaceutical like basically private interests yes and it's just like how can you ever get to a non-biased understanding of what the fuck is going on (laughs) well it's the follow the money thing isn't it and also i think it's absolutely gut intuition like i think you have to i think I think probably that feeling that you have of like, oh, I just want to give them benefit of the doubt. That could be potentially like, I don't want to even have to think about it. I don't want to entertain it. And it, it's like a, um, it's it's a nicer way to think, isn't no, it? No, that's like, no, that's like mom ration, rationale. No, no, that's, no, I that's know what exactly. Mom, that's what no, moms do. No, I know. <laughs> like, no, 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 it's not real. It's, it's not real. happening. It's not happening. <laughs> no, no, no. But I know your your gut though is your gut will go with the um, more non conventional paranoid sort of. No, it's not. It's not that I don't want to think about it. It's it's um no. I I want to give people the benefit of the doubt because I've met people from all types of walk of life you know yeah my dad's friend you know it's like i know he's a good hearted guy nice guy don't think that he has any evil intent in the slightest so it's like if he's working for such an i even told him that i'm like that's like literally one of the most like evil companies on the planet what did he say i didn't No, he 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 was really trying to like steer away from the conversation. The only thing that he admitted to is when I was telling them that like about the peer reviewed studies, how you know there's pharmaceutical companies, there's private interests, government funding. There's a lot of things but, but, in in play that that can possibly sway opinion, and that they're not fully. But, but that's my point, though. I don't think he's trying to steer you away because he knows the bad stuff. I think it's that he doesn't. He doesn't want to look at it. I think no. it's just like. I mean, who would want to? Who would want to find out that like they spent, you know, the vast majority of their life working for a horrible, evil corporation that is. Seriously, like, I mean, the amount of people that Monsanto has probably given cancer to is, like, unspeakable. I'd rather know than not, though. No, though. I'd I'd hate to just stick my head in the sand and go, oh, bugger it. I'm sure it's fine. Like, knowingly giving people cancer. It's awful, isn't it? It's so fucked up. Like, how these people, how these corporations are still... I mean, goes back to corpse. Corpse is what? A dead body. Mm. And what are corporations? They're a dead body. It's a non-human entity. So they can get away with so much shit that a person couldn't get away with. They just get fucking sued and, you know, uh, 
like a bear was it bear no it wasn't bear it was um the sackler family with the whole dope sick thing about them basically inventing or not inventing but selling uh heroin through oxycodone and getting tons of people hooked and killing i don't know how many people how long ago was this not that long ago i mean they had a whole documentary on it but mm-hmm. they they settled um in a lawsuit for i think it was like two billion dollars like it was an insane amount of money <sighs> but they knowingly like they knew that it was getting people hooked and killing people and they still were like <laughs> whatever it's like and they're still like it's the same. It's the same with Monsanto, Bear, all of them. It's like they. I don't. I don't know any. I personally don't know any litigations with uh, Monsanto or, or Bear, but I know um, that the Roundup. I'm pretty sure Monsanto uh, deals in fertilizer or um, was it uh, like weed killers and stuff like that. Mm. I'm pretty sure they deal with that and they got massively sued but it's still around so what the fuck has changed has the ingredients changed i hope where they just put a label on (laughs) that's what fucking happens they just slap a label on it just like cigarettes they're still able to sell it people don't seem to care that's the weird thing as well people just go okay well maybe maybe not me or i i don't know really really bizarre maybe maybe my slugs won't get ill from this roundup or my kids i don't know it's it's really really it, it bizarre. is i think it's i think people are they give they give other people so much the benefit of the doubt because they aren't that evil yeah like they want to do something like that just knowingly be selling things that are gonna kill people or get them hooked no but well some people do they're called fucking drug dealers but (laughs) (laughs) but it's like what i i I was talking to you about the other day and it's um you remember when i came in and i was getting really stressed out saying to you i it really frustrates me when people say um you shouldn't judge and the more kind of the more kind of spiritually awake you are and all this kind of stuff you don't judge people because you judging someone is um you actually seeing a mirror of something you don't like yourself and i got really upset and i came running into the room to sam and i was like this really pisses me off because if i see someone that's like a real asshole and let's say I see a dude that, um, I don't know, he's a rapist or he's a, um, yeah, drug dealer or something. I'm not those things. So when I judge them and I, and, I, and I say, I don't like this character, and then I have some spiritual hippie telling me, don't judge, man. You know, it's just a reflection of yourself. I'm like, no, it's not. But I know, I know you said, no, I get what he means and that he meant like... Um, on a on a much smaller scale but i personally think you have to judge because if you don't no you you can end up in a right old pickle you definitely do i mean how many times have we like judged people rightfully so and if we would have went with our gut we would have saved ourselves so much harder yeah and i think you can as long as your judgment can be swayed which mine always can but i'll have an initial gut feeling and i just keep that 
I keep that like a tab open in my brain. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, that's a great way to put it. Yeah, a tab. And then if they, and I'll refer back. <laughs> oh my back. god, my mine's like slowing down my my browser because I have too many tabs open. <laughs> I got that medicine wheel just going. <laughs> but then, but then, as you get to know a character, and you think, you know what? And then eventually, at some point, you might be able to close that tab, or they get filed under emergency or whatever (laughs) whatever bookmarked yeah they get bookmarked (laughs) yeah yeah so bookmarks uh you know yeah not not so great or dip out or whatever is it really you know people out there undoomables do you do you really not judge at all am i everybody does i think so everybody does but are you just judging by saying that or what do you mean? Because <laughs> that is you're, you're using your judgment to to make that discernment. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> no, well, I mean, I don't know if it's judgment or just observation. Um, What's the difference? Well, I think, I think. See, this is fucking going back to Shakespeare. <laughs> <laughs> like, I see a lamb shank in my head with a mustache when you say that. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. We should. I should make that. Um, <laughs> No, but I, I I really think yeah it goes back to language and linguistics mm. like yeah what is what defines judgment judgmentalness like is it a false pretense or a false perception of someone's behavior or is it a intuition of someone's behavior or energy because if it's a if it's a projection or a um, perception of someone's behavior, then yes, I could see that as potentially a harmful or, or bad thing because you're not giving someone a benefit of the doubt. Mm. But if it's something that you can't, it's like, uh, it's kind of like uh, nails down a chalkboard or something that's really irritating you about this person and you can't pinpoint it. it they're they're not nasty or this that and the other but it's just like grating on you mm. there's something wrong or off it's probably they're not they're, they're hiding something or i don't it, know it's a weird one because i i worry just from the way i look with all my tattoos and stuff and you think oh god i hope i hope I told you about this before. I always got got stopped in the airport every single time. Ah, I've but traveled. those people are pricks. No offense but to anybody that's a. No, no. Uh, well, oh. I, I was just going to say that every single time traveling from England to America, and vice versa, I'd always get stopped. And my father said, "It's all your bloody tattoos. You know, you look like trouble and all this kind of stuff." And um, you did make a very funny comment actually when we were talking about it the other, the other day, and you said because you are covered in tattoos and you were a girl traveling on your own and whatnot you would literally be the last oh no that's the irony yeah 100 that's the irony stick out. a cartel would never in a million years <laughs> give uh, you know make a mule out of someone that's full of tattoos and piercings <laughs> because and, you, and yeah. dressing like all goths no <laughs> no they pick pregnant i mean i shouldn't be laughing it's a really sad harsh truth but they pick you know pregnant women uh old people especially old women um just very normal very normal bland uh you know straight laced type people Mm. 
But what, what I was saying about the, sort money. Of the, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> the judgment thing was is that, yeah, I, I do get what I worry that people will judge me. And the irony is I actually, I think if I look at the psychology of why I've got my tattoos, I'm incredibly sensitive and quite a soppy one, really. And I, I think it was to give myself a bit of a harder image and feel tougher at the time. Hmm. Um, and so it's quite funny how you get that. But then you also, if I do see a dude that is dressed like a, uh, what do they call those? We call them sort of chows, but you call them... Um, like a preppy type. Or a, a jock. jock, yeah. Jock, yeah. He, you usually get it right. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? You can look at someone and go, eh, they're probably going to be a bit like this. They're probably going to be a bit like that. Well, I think it's because people are really tribal. Um, I think very few people are into a lot of things, Mm -hmm. you know? Uh, just just from experience, I, I know there's exa- uh, exaggerations. <laughs> I know there's exceptions to the rule. Of course there is. There always is. Um, but from ex- personal experience, it's usually if people, you know, listen to a certain kind of music, dress a certain way, mm-hmm. they're usually, I mean, they're, they're all fairly similar. Um, of course, I've met people that really shocked me, and they were very versed in a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. They liked all kinds of different music. Um, but yeah, it, it it is kind of rare because I think people they like they like comfortability and they like belonging. So you know, people that have tattoos usually you know they're into motorcycles they're into metal um or rock and roll you know um and they usually have a certain kind of attitude as well especially about life the ones that i the ones that (laughs) i've met that's true that's true they have a very um not all of them uh, but a lot of them especially older people they have a very kind of fuck you attitude um you know get mine fuck yours (laughs) <laughs> type you know um but not everybody's like that but a lot of people that i, I worked at harley most of those people were like <laughs> they were very much like go fuck yourself right like, yeah and then you get you get people that claim they don't judge that tell you how silly people are that are tribal which i find i'm like you're, but you're judging because they're like oh people just people just want to fit in people well, just want to uh, that, that's like, the but thing. you're actually judging. We all forget that we're all hypocrites yeah. to some level or degree. And, you know, it sucks. I, I don't like that I'm a hypocrite. Um, I'm, I try to be aware of my hypocrisy because um, everything's forgivable. This the thing that annoys me is when people aren't aware of their hypocrisy and they don't apologize. They yeah. don't look within themselves. They're just, you know... <laughs> <laughs> that that's what always really annoys me but um I, yeah yeah i i don't know my point is yeah just it's hard to always be seeing how you're acting and responding and keeping tabs on yourself yeah if that makes sense well it's also it's virtually impossible not to even if you try really hard not to have an image say and be really neutral you're actually slipping into something there as well yeah so it's because uh, i remember my dad always used to talk about that as well he would always be like no you don't like let's say you sometimes you get super rich people they don't want to show that they've got money so they try and dress really bland but they're fitting into that that is a look actually yeah <laughs> even if even so, if you're trying really hard to not fit 
fit in anywhere, you're probably going to be called a weirdo. You, you fit into the weirdo category and no one wants to talk to you. <laughs> Is that just because we're all really judgy that it comes back around full circle? Yeah, it's really but funny, I think, isn't it? I, I think it all comes back to it's a carnal instinct. Yeah. I think it's a Super survival. Fun. It's a survival mechanism. I think we we judge because we have to survive we don't know if people people are tricky you know people can come across one way and they're not that way at all people can you know lie manipulate and it takes you a while to figure it out like i mean not all things if they're a really bad liar it's pretty easy but um yeah i i think human beings are very complicated and i think we have that judgmentalness uh as as kind of a coping and survival mechanism yeah definitely so i i I would say don't don't do away with that i mean religion tells you to do that don't don't judge and you're saying don't do away with the judging yeah i'm saying judge like within you know a a decent amount don't be an asshole (laughs) you know i don't like your jumper when we can't be friends yeah really petty yeah maybe that's a better way of putting it don't be petty yeah but um i think it's a survival instinct i think it's super duper important yeah i do too i mean we were supposed to be talking about spirituality i guess this is it does actually it does actually link to to spirituality because there's an awful lot of people at the moment because because there has been so much going on with all the conspiracy theories a lot of stuff's been coming up about religion a lot of stuff has been coming about esoteric and occult stuff um there's a lot of people that are um being very um (laughs) you're laughing at the dog snoring i know (laughs) her nose is whistling she's dreaming (laughs) Um, but there, there's an awful lot of spirituality floating around. So, um, you know, but you, there's so much bollocks as well. Like I saw a thing today where this dude was saying, um, if a cat, if you find a cat on your property or a cat near your property. It's an omen. Yeah. If it, it's not an omen. It's an omen. They apparently, cats, they live in multiple realms, right? Now get this. Right, get yeah, this. yeah. So cats live in multiple realms. And usually... That's why they're familiars. Someone's... someone's <laughs> From witches. Yeah. Someone's put... Um, some, there's an evil spirit wafting around you. Wafting? What was he f- farted out of your I'm not. I'm not good with words, Samuel. I'm sorry. Um, there's there's uh, a spirit wafting around you. The cat You've will taught know, me well. The cat will know, and it comes and um, it comes to protect you. So if you get a cat hanging around your property, you are blessed. And I was like, "What are you talking about? <laughs> We've got a cat that keeps on shitting shit. on our patio." <laughs> yeah. And I was like, are "You trying telling me I've been hexed or something?" Yeah, trying to get our fish. I've got, we've got, we've got a pond <laughs> with fish, right? Yeah, we've got, um, you know, I don't know, certain grass. flowers. We've got grass. trees. We, yeah, we've got space. We've, <laughs> space. We, we've, got, we've, this, we've just got an area. You know, I think a cat is just, I'll come and shit on your patio. I don't think it's trying to protect me from any spirits. No. So how do you I, differentiate? They're like the be- most selfish things in the world. Well, now that's a bit harsh, a bit judgmental, Sam. It's very judgmental. Don't judge a cat by its cover. Listen, I've literally liked, I think, three cats in my life. My entire life, I've liked three cats. That's more than me. Not very many. Not very many. No, I'm not a cat person. The cat, the three cats that I really liked, I could be a cat person because I really liked them. I thought they were really cool. Um, 
but uh, a, a cat person to for those them. cats. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, I can do this for you. I could, yeah, yeah. I could sway <laughs> my disdain um, for for these three individual cats. But um, yeah, I don't know. It's each their own. I, I feel like I feel like there's more. There's there's a growing number. It's actually increasingly. Um, quite concerning the the level of people that are starting to love cats well that's not very spiritual of you they're just trying to protect us they're from familiars it's very spiritual they're, they're trying witches to use them that's why i don't like them well it depends. Just, are they white witch or or, or these what, this wow wow whoa what with the rays why do you have to see rays with everything <laughs> You know what I meant. I'd much prefer a black witch. <laughs> well, you know what I mean. White magic. Oh, with a K? Don't come <laughs> at me with that Aleister Crowley bullshit. <laughs> Fucking Philema in my ass. You know, I no. No, I'm good. Bestiality oh. and just... Fucking pedo, pedo shit. I, no, no. Fuck Aleister Crowley. He looked like a big baby. He actually did, yes. Didn't he probably he wasn't wore very diapers. Scary Actually, you know that fetish of guys that like treat, being treated like babies? They wear like adult diapers and yeah. shit. I could totally see him being in something like that. Yeah, me too. Yeah. And then a little bit of the, like leather daddy type BDSM <laughs> stuff. Oh, this is horrible. Getting yeah, all, he was I'm a horrible rotten man. I think so, yeah. Wasn't he banished? I've listened to so much. I would say I probably... As far as, like, people on Earth, I would say probably, like... Him and Hitler. He- Brian Welsh from Corn and Alistair Crowley, I probably know the most about. That's worrying. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Well, because Corn, when I was growing up, was, like, my all-time favorite. Like, I had a fucking shrine did you? To yes, I had like their T-shirts and candles, and no, I didn't have the candles, but it was basically a shrine. Mm-hmm. Um, I got to meet them. That was cool. I don't know. I just, I really, I could relate to their music. Jonathan got picked on a lot. Got called a faggot. I got called that. Got picked on. You know. Oh dear. <laughs> well, maybe Alistair Crowley had the same problem. And Alistair Crowley, you read about him I so much because of I don't think what? so. He was actually, from what I've read and understood, he, he was actually uh, quite the opposite. He was a very kind of ferocious type character. Ferocious? We just yeah, said ferocious. he looked like a big fat baby. Yeah, okay, not ferocious, but tenacious uh, asshole of a kid, maybe? Yeah. I don't he, know. He looks, he's got psycho eyes, that's for sure. Oh, definitely a psycho, for sure. Yeah. yeah. He's dead now, right? Yeah. Long gone. Yeah. Uh, okay. Long gone. <laughs> well, unless you believe the rumors that, like, he's still alive. Maybe and he's he frozen. Like a mag- <laughs> fucking frozen. I don't like that movie. For whatever reason, though, when I hear that song, I what? can't help but to hear... No, 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 no. I don't mean what? frozen Fro- like the movie. I mean, maybe oh, okay. he's frozen like... Why is that on my mind? I don't know. Fucking Disney. God damn evil you know evil back to Disney well we were talking about uh, Walt Disney being frozen right maybe Alistair Crowley (laughs) has as well though how did he die I don't think the technology was around how did he die and also if he was that think from natural causes or something uh, national causes national no natural (laughs) 
<laughs> natural causes. I'm pretty sure he he died from natural causes or or an was overdose. That? I know he was a big heroin addict. Oh, was he? Oh yeah, that's big not opium. very natural. Big opium guy. Yep. I'm, just, I'm just let me look that up. So when did when did he? He, he was uh, he was actually regretful um, in his later years. Actually, I know a lot about Salvador Dali too. I I think I know more about Salvador Dali than I do Brian Welsh. So maybe Salvador Dali and. Um, Elder Crowley, I probably know the most about. Uh, so it's really one person, two people that you really, really liked, and one person that you couldn't stand. What do you mean? Well, you you say why? I know a lot about two people. I I just find them both really interesting. Okay. I mean, Al, like uh, Salvador Dali, he thought that he was um, a reincarnation of his brother because his parents told him that. They brought him to his brother's grave. His brother died really, really young. I think he got sick or something. Um, and yeah, they brought him to his grave and said that you're basically a reincarnation of your brother. So no wonder, no wonder... He came up with the most insane fucking artwork. He created his own genre of artwork. The dude thought he was a reincarnation That's of his brother. Harsh, isn't it? That's so fucking weird. Poor guy. He had an anteater for a pet. Yeah. I How badass is that? That is pretty cool. He also, quite, the first time he came to, to America. Feed. Yeah, a bunch of ants. Yeah, just. I mean, get an ice cream cone, drop it on the ground, give it like an hour, pff, got a whole Don't even eat the meal. ice cream cones. You don't even... Well, you do to attract the ants. <laughs> Just find an anthill. So get this. Well, you can't really... He was in New York. The first time that he came to America was in New York. He had an ant eater. Um, he also wore a wedding dress with a plexiglass cube around his chest Why? with a bra inside of it. Why? Just cause. For shits and giggles, yeah? Yeah. But that was comfy. Just, oh my god, the guy... I can see now, in hindsight, reflecting on his life, why he said he was drugs. He didn't use drugs, he was drugs. But did he use drugs? Uh, to my knowledge, no, he didn't. I wonder if he He was, didn't even drink, I don't think. I wonder if he was spiritually touched. Um, M molested by God, you mean? What? <laughs> face your face oh my god that was horrible so crowley died this is so boring he died of a respiratory infection at 70 wow what a puss at 72 what a puss well what i find interesting he has so many core cold morbidities because cold morbidities right i don't know i'm probably butchering the pronunciation but he was a fat guy he did a lot of drugs but isn't that he fucked a lot of prostitutes he probably died of fucking like syphilis or some but shit but to be that dark and supposedly powerful and then to die from a cold he a wasn't rubbish, powerful he was just rich because his parents owned a brewery they he didn't want to carry on the legacy and he he just <laughs> across so and, and because and. he was he basically just fucking he just had a he he was really fucking cocky he was a rich cock cocky fat kid. baby fat baby that just convinced a bunch of idiots to wear that bondage gear <laughs> yeah basically and um and to live you know, deliciously. convinced them that he knew a bunch of magic which but did he i mean i don't know supposedly he conjured up the first like gray alien what yeah Shut up. No, I don't. I don't know much about him. Oh, because oh, okay. He's never... He's, it comes back to the Star Wars thing. Doesn't appeal. Oh, he just, God. I don't look at him and, and go, oh, no. 
my 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 I shudder you know my bones shudder he looks so terrifying I need to find out more I like to poke and prod things that I, I get a bit sort of scared of and I look at him and just go oh piss off so I judged him I judged him I might have judged him wrong <laughs> yeah yeah I know well he is a really fascinating guy because um even to this day I think he still has influence oh, so, in, so in some ways he's actually kind of created like a cult following he looks like joe rogan sorry i'm just looking at some pictures oh, no. of him look at that he looks like joe rogan no that doesn't look like joe rogan to me mm. i think mean. a lot of dudes back in that day looked the same <laughs> no you know what i mean yeah yeah they all had like a similar like guys that like had weight to them like alistair did they all looked like that. And then the guys that were, like, younger that didn't have weight to them, they all looked the same. Mm. Do you know what I'm talking I, about? I kind of, yeah. Kind it's of. so strange. Like, they all kind of had a chiseled jaw. They all had, you know, like, handsome features. They like all Nicholas, had, like, a Nicholas similar... Tesla. <laughs> what? what were you laughing at? Look at Nikola Tesla, look. <laughs> no, Alistair Crowley with his <laughs> fucking bullshit headdress on. You can't see Joe Rogan in that. No. Oh, I think that's hilarious. No, I can't. Very funny. But yeah, Lamb. Lamb was the quote-unquote, like, great alien that Alistair summoned you know where, i where, really where did think he, where did he summon him and um, where did he go i'm pretty sure it was california it was on a beach any pictures somewhere. of it no but that's what i was actually going to go into like how do we even know this like i feel like so many people are i mean we know celebrities and famous people today okay mm. alistair crowley was basically a famous notorious person in his day we all know they do shit for clout. We all know that they lie about so much shit just to stir up their name so people are talking about them. Yes. How do we know that he... I mean, there's a picture <laughs> There's a picture of Lamb. It's a fucking bullshit diabolical drawing. Did Simon Parks draw it? <laughs> it looks like it. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> Apart from the crayon, he leveled up. You know, Simon did it in charcoal, graphite, you know. But, um, no, it's a horrible diabolical drawing. It uh -huh. looks like 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 a second inbred cousin of the gray alien. Okay. And it's like, how do we know he didn't draw that or, like, hire somebody to draw that? Oh, yeah, that's what I saw. It's like, it's how like, does was anyone no, believe this shit? There was no witnesses. No, he did it on his own. Right, so he's a heroin addict. The, opium the, addict. The, they, they didn't have heroin then. Oh, okay. O opium, sorry. So an opium addict saying that he summoned an alien and we're supposed to go, oh, all right, mate. Well, yeah, well, I mean, Philema <laughs> has like a large following. Fucking, um, what's his name? Danny Carey from Tool. Yeah. He's a Philemite. A Philemite? That's what Is they're that called. Is that what they're called? Philemites, okay. yeah. Philemites. And that is, um, isn't that a form of uh, witchcraft per se? Yes. Um, and they heavily believe that the arts and creativity comes from kind of the darker side of magic. Hmm. The dark arts. Basically, yeah, the dark arts, yeah. <laughs> 
well, I don't so know every, why. Everything... I always think of karate or like like martial arts when I think of dark arts. <laughs> it's just like some, you know, like ninja and dark gear and the shadows. So they think all creativity comes from the dark the side. The best type of creativity. Oh, yeah. the best kind. <laughs> <laughs> you so you can't, you can't come up with a new uh, baking, uh, you know, cake recipe. That's creative, but and pro- well, problem I mean, solving's creative. I don't know. I mean, I mean, if there was ever, you know, a, a marketing campaign for the dark arts tool, is a pretty convincing one because i mean they're so good i know a lot of people shit on their like newer stuff but i mean i still i still liked it don't you think it's because um usually when things are quite dark and um mystical or magical there's it's a little bit more um unknown and so therefore kind of semi people fear it and so there's going to be kind of a more there's more intrigue because we we what we fear what we don't understand so then it's people are going to be like oh what's all this about and it's, it's you know as opposed to a monet like you know I've, I've mentioned before or just a normal painting or something so they're like oh it's the best it's like it's yeah it's building hype really about around something maybe but it's not like me personally i don't see tools like lyrics and stuff i don't see I it as mean, like that dark i didn't mean tool per se i just meant um the fact that they say they believe philem in philema magic that uh, the darker arts are the best kind or the darker creativity well i i'm not like super well diversed in like philema magic I, I i could have it completely wrong but my understanding of it and understanding alistair crowley mm. was yes it, it's all about like indulgence and uh, the dark art i mean alistair crowley like a lot of his rituals were so fucked up like he he would use like animals and dudes and women or whoever he thought or whatever he thought that could take him to kind of a higher dimension or, or get into contact with something higher. And I haven't read all, all of his stuff. Mm. Um, I haven't read like a lot of it. Cause I think the, the stuff that I have heard and listened to is really, it's just really fucked up. Um, and it sounds quite pedo-ish. I don't, oh, I don't really like God. it. Okay. Yeah. So I just, I haven't really gotten that into it, but I mean, people like, think he's a fucking god like he was he was basically kind of like a, a messiah he even called himself like the did he call him the 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 false messiah or he just looks like a potato he, yeah i don't really think he was that uh bright of a dude i mean he was very creative was he? i'll give him that yeah definitely creative but um yeah i don't know he was a bit kooky I don't know. Would, would we classify him as a spiritualist? I suppose, maybe. Uh, well, yeah. He, he was definitely trying to get in touch with the spirit realm. Yeah. Like, he, he was wanting contact with the spirit realm. Supposedly, he has, according to him. But... Yeah. I don't know. And, like, there's a lot of... There's a lot of, like... Uh, very vague, but nods and hints to like him doing a lot of like human sacrifice and don't you feel but i don't know if that's like hyperbolic and just you know bullshit to to 
carry on his like notoriousness. What about the the lady with the big old honker? Um, what's her name? M- M- Maria Bramovich. See you knew straight away. Maria Br- Maria Bramovich. Yeah, did you know she- that she's supposedly the new? Um, uh, what is it of Ukraine? It's basically kind of like the prime, not the prime minister, but basically our equivalent to a, like a, a house speaker. Oh, oh, the house. Oh, that big. Yeah. She, I thought I I saw a rumor that she got offered it or something. I didn't know if she was. Supposedly. No, supposedly she, she is now. It. Yeah. And she, I didn't to, even know she was Ukrainian. To people who don't know who she is. Is she Ukrainian? I didn't. I didn't know that myself. I know she's Jewish. Well, she, uh, yeah, I mean, that doesn't surprise me. Well, I think she's Kazarian. Like, I think she's a Kazarian Jew. Kazarian. I don't know what that means. She looks uh, Jewish is what I mean. I can see she's Jewish. Yeah. Anyways, um, yeah, I'm pretty sure she took the job. But yeah, sorry, you, you were explaining well, who she is. Well, for, for people who don't know who she is, she does all this weird stuff. That she's a bullshit artist. Yeah, that's it. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> Sentence done. Full stop. She's a well, shitty it, artist. And it's not just... I'm not just shitting on her. It's this whole movement of, like, modern art. Well, the, there so are going to be some people listening that have no idea God. who she is or what we're talking about. She is huge in in Hollywood. She's the most, like, pretentious... All of these wankers... Well, that's your your term. But all of these dickheads, they're, they're all the same. It's just complete pretentiousness, doing the most stupid fucking shit you could imagine and then calling it art and having some profound anybody can do that I feel like it's a whole bunch of non-creative rich kids getting together and they're like how can I scam people out of like tens of thousands of dollars oh I don't know art let's tape a banana to the wall oh my god genius what does it mean she does these things called spirit cooking and it's it's all it's all a load of Tosh, really. I mean, go just rather than us explaining blood it, blood and uh, semen and yeah, breast milk. It's, all, and, uh, it's just all sensationalist. <laughs> I don't garbage. know if it's real or. I'm not like I'm super fascinated by magic, but I don't. Me I haven't. Too. I haven't I love practiced like the the. You know, well, I have. I have. I've done some rituals, I guess, like just silly ones. Well, of blowing like, out candles on a birthday cake's a ritual. Yeah, absolutely. That's kind of what I'm talking about. Mm. Like I, I've done like silly things like that, but I've never done like a very super intentional, long drawn out. You know, it's a full moon on you know the thirteenth day of the. You know, it's like I, I haven't I haven't gone to those links, but um, so I, I don't know how much uh, credit I have to understand these. things things but to me, to, to me it just seems like a loaded horseshit it seems all very sensationist but yeah i mean i don't know i've forgotten our point now what were we saying um we we're talking about spirituality we we're yeah, talking about how much of it right now this day and age is it is all just a big fat con and how much of it is is oh i think a lot of it's a con do you 100 percent. yeah well because Whoever's orchestrating this stuff, whoever has the most power and influence over the earth, Mm. I firmly believe that they do study the stars. They do study, you know, the Zodiac and uh, all of these things. And they understand, you know, a kind of higher reality than us peasants and peons uh, (laughs) understand. Um, You know, I mentioned, I mentioned that, um, uh, 
oh what's his name um fuck the the banker banker dude warren buffett i mentioned you know his famous quote of millionaires don't believe in astrology but billionaires do oh yeah you've said that you before, know yeah and I really believe that. Like, I don't think that he was just saying that in jest. Like, I, I think that he really believed that. I think the the people that kind of have power and, and dominion over the the world and where our economy goes and all that stuff, I think those people are very well-versed. Or maybe that they aren't, but they know people or they hire people that are very well diverse in um astrology yeah. and and all of that kind of esoteric type teachings and knowledge yeah and practices. i definitely think there's stuff to it alchemy yeah um so i think because they know all of this stuff i think they're trying to put out a lot of bullshit to muddy the water because <laughs> i think they they realize that we're in a different I don't think... Sorry really? to interrupt. Oh. No, no, no. I was going to say, I don't think they need to try. I think there's so many people putting out those are bullshit for them. Well, see, I think that's the... I, 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 yes, I think that <laughs> is it as well. We're all trying to learn and it's been kept hidden and secret. I mean, that's what it means. Occult, esoteric, it, it just means hidden. Mm. Um, so I think it's all been hidden from us and I think it's slowly kind of coming to the, the forefront and in the spotlight. And I think because of that, I think they are purposely trying to muddy the waters, confuse things, mm. um, send out a lot of misinformation, disinformation, because once people realize that like so much of our reality is perception, mm. and if you don't believe that, just think about a time that you were having a bad day. A really bad day and just everything kept going wrong things just you started getting annoyed with things that you don't normally get annoyed with that's perception of reality and I'm not saying not all reality is perception obviously there is some things that are solid they're unchanging unwavering but a lot of reality is perception so if they can keep us in a perpetual state of a certain type of perception of reality yeah. they have control as soon as we change that and we start seeing oh wow we actually have power <laughs> lights out their power is no more they're completely powerless Until because they start we can... putting frequency <laughs> but i think i i know i know and i know it sounds crazy but i think a lot of that stuff is real i don't think all of it is but i think a lot of it is and i think that is kind of their plan b i think their plan a is mind keep your mind enslaved but if they can't keep your mind enslaved they're going to try to keep your physical body enslaved by all means necessary Yeah, it is. But you know what? It's actually beautiful. If you think about it, oh, good. You trying to have good, good perception? No, good always, <laughs> always wins, and it always beats evil against all odds. I agree. Evil always has the 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 car. It's it's the house. You know when you you go to a casino, that it's always in the favor of the house, and when you win, it's like 
you're beating all odds. That's kind of what, well, <laughs> that's a horrible analogy because good and evil, it's not a gambling match, but <laughs> you know what I mean. And it's it like means, the odds it, are stacked all, in evil's favor. Yeah. But if, no, they, if, are, but they if, are. But if good always wins, then it's not, is it? I get what you're saying. What I'm saying <laughs> is that there's always a battle of good and evil. And evil always has the upper hand, but good always has the last say. Always has the last word. Is that why I always win arguments? Hmm. Yeah, I I actually I predicted that you were going to say something like that. Um and I have no no comment. <laughs> but no, seriously, it it is um it is interesting. It, and that's why that's what always makes a good movie too. You know? I they say that art life imitates art. I think it's the exact opposite. I think art imitates life. Oh, I have to think about that one. Well, why did we... I mean... If, I, if going, that's the case, there are pumpkins with big smiles out there. Well, but we're creating the smiles. You know, <laughs> jack-o'-lanterns. I'm talking about my pumpkins, personally, with the teeth. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> well, I thought you were talking about something else. No, you said... Because you said... You, Samuel! <laughs> filthy man mind. <laughs> Hey, you're my wife. I can say that kind of stuff. Maybe not on a podcast. But. No, but if, if art imitates life, there are some smiling... Maybe there are in a different realm. I've seen them. Have you? I don't know. Why? why do, I don't know. Anyways, my point is that... <laughs> I th That's what I think. I think that art imitates life. I think we see things that are real... And I thought we'll, you said, I thought we'll you said exaggerate life, them. Life. No, no. The, other way the, the the famous quote or famous saying is that art or uh, life imitates art. So meaning that like art is so persuasive that people you know go into it. which is true that is true movies you know think of Star Trek you know they had the beam me up Scotty the the handheld phones. Basically, that's what they were. They were cell phones. And now what do we have? Cell phones. Well, is I, that think, where it's I from? think that's actually. I thought it was Knight Rider. It, it is. But I think, <laughs> I think that's predictive programming. Yeah, I think personally. so. Personally. Yeah. But. Um, James Bond. James Bond. Yeah. 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 I. Yeah. But. Um, <laughs> what happened there? You got stuck. I did. I did. He <laughs> <laughs> had to flip me over. Um. <laughs> No, but I, I get I get why whoever said that said that, but I think it's the exact opposite. I think so much of art gets inspired by life, by yeah, nature, yeah. by experiences, by just our daily interactions with each other. It's deep. Oh, God. <laughs> Sorry, am I being horrible? No, no, no. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Maybe it's not that deep. Maybe it's like, you know, kiddie pool stuff. Shallow end. Maybe it's a little bit warm. Too warm. Maybe it should be cold it up. Maybe. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. I don't know. My, belly, my belly's hurting. Oh, okay. Well, that's a good way to good way to stop it. Your belly hurting. Well, but no, I mean, we'll, me. we'll probably get into more spirituality. There's so much to go into it. There's like a huge kind of... Well, I feel like every kind of generation has their own 
movement, whether it's orchestrated or not, mm. or a little bit of both. I don't know. But, um, yeah, it seems like there's another movement towards spirituality and not so much religion. Um, we so, want to talk about it. Uh, yeah, we're going to talk about it. We've already talked about it a little bit. but Yeah, we've touched on it. We touched yeah. on it, but we will go into it in, in more depth. And in fact, we've got guests to talk about it with too. So that'll be fun. Yeah, absolutely. That, I, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Mm. But um, yeah, anyways, folks, I hope you have a great rest of your week. Yeah. And um, yeah, we look forward to doing this again next week and I hope you're enjoying it. Thank you so much for all your support. We're getting more followers and more engagement. And um, yeah, we really appreciate it. As always, um, indeed, we, I mean, that's what keeps us going. We really enjoy this, but we're also doing this for you. So your feedback and, um, ratings and interaction. Muchly appreciated. Yeah, greatly appreciated. <laughs> Just typing. And, uh, yeah, thanks. <laughs> See you next week. Take it easy. Mm.